0: Next, the golden days of radio.
1: This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the Golden Days of Radio, great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities, those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. In this popular series of programs, we are featuring excerpts of drama, mystery, adventure, music, and all of the famous stars and personalities that made it possible. On this edition, it's an all-star show with Stan Kenton and his orchestra and vocalist Anita O'Day, George Burns and Gracie Allen, Arch Obler, Jack Benny, Bing Crosby, Carol Landis, Roy Rogers, Bob Hope, and Frank Sinatra. One of the great bands during the 40s and 50s was Stan Kenton. As a matter of fact, that goes for the 60s and 70s, too. One of his first big hits was this tune that Anita O'Day sings right now, and her tears flowed like wine. (laughs)
2: He would spend it on the ponies, he would spend it on the girls, buy his mother gin and roses for her poor old and girls. But when his wife said, hey now, what did you get for me? He socked her in the chopper, such a sweet, sweet guy was he.
0: And
2: How he loved the old race horses, he would bet them every day. One day he caught a winner, and the cabbage wasn't hay. He indulged in fancy spending, ordered rings, cars, and furs. But alas, a lack, like a seven-year-back She found out it wasn't hers And her tears flowed like wine Yes, her tears flowed like wine She's a real sad
0: tomato She's a
3: about
2: With a Maisie, he got mixed up with the flow. So Flo shoved them in the river. He might get mixed up no more. His wife then draped herself in black that showed a figure fine. then she cussed him out. The two-faced guy, no insurance could she find. Tears fall like wine. Yes, tears like wine.
3: She's the real Sassu-Malo. The water Valentine
1: I know you can't mistake that theme song the title is Love in Bloom and it's been introducing the one and only Jack Benny on the radio, in motion pictures and on television for more than 40 years. Here's a brief excerpt the night Mr. Benny appeared as a guest on the Bing Crosby show
0: Let me alone, I'll get it, I'll get it <laughs> Just a minute, hey Say you, huh? have you ever played this number before, bub? Played it. I made it. Well, I should have known Jack Finney. Well, I didn't expect you tonight, Jack. I expected you over, but I didn't expect to find you in the orchestra. I can't understand it. I've I've never played so poorly. Oh, cheer up, Jack. Sure you have.
3: <laughs>
0: Thanks, kid. But I, I I, practiced all morning to limber up. I even washed my fingers in does. <laughs> does doesn't do it. I'm dead. <laughs> Better switch to Wheaties, kid. But, Jack, I thought Mary was going to come with you. Where is she? Oh, she stopped by the Musician's Union to pay my dues. Do you belong... You belong to the Musicians Union? Don't act so shocked. Well, never heard <laughs> of that. Of course, I belong to the Musicians Union. I'm one of the charter members. You see, years ago, I had a little band. We all joined together. Oh, I know the group well a fife, a drum, and a guy with a bandage around his head. <laughs> so far, I've had nothing. Look, I don't mean the spirit of 76. My band was called Jack Benny and his Sizzling Gobblers. Sizzling Gobblers? That's the line they gave me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we
0: specialized in turkey trot. That's
3: the line. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I bet your drummer had drumsticks that were really drumsticks. Yeah, he used to drive me crazy with that munching during my solo. <laughs> Can't understand it. Bill Morrow used to write for me. <laughs> Bing, what I wanted to see you about is a business proposition. Uh, uh, what are you going to do this summer? I'm going to take a vacation. Well, I've got an idea where you and I could combine business with pleasure. I'm afraid not, Jack. But, thing. I mean, this is a chance to pick up some extra money. And that never hurts,
4: you know. Oh, no, it's spending that hurts, isn't it? <laughs> That's...
0: That's ridiculous. It doesn't bother me.
2: Uh, Don't knock it till you've tried it. (laughs) Well, Mary Livingston...
0: Get a load of her all decked out like Mrs. Astor's horse. Listen, Mary, you never get all dressed up like that on my program.
2: Well, how often do I sit on Bing Crosby's lap?
0: Well, you're not on Crosby's lap.
2: Wait till I get rolling.
0: (laughs) Mary, just kidding, Bing. Nothing will happen. You keep out of this. (laughs) Listen, I've been thinking of this for years, and I might as well come right out and say it. What do all the women see in Bing Crosby? Look at him. (laughs) Hey, he's. You know, he's got blue eyes like mine, though. Blue eyes like mine.
2: Stop there, brother.
0: Mary, all I want to know is did you go to the Musicians Union and pay my dues? Yes. All right, Mary, where's my card? Here. Just a minute, this isn't a musician's card.
2: Oh, I forgot to tell you. They transferred you to the plumber's union.
0: The plumber's union?
2: Your plunger arrives tomorrow.
0: What? I can't wait to hear your first solo.
1: (laughs) Gonna be asleep on the deep, huh? One of the first writers to lend his talents to radio and his own program was Arch Obler. Listen to the first few minutes of his very first spine-chilling program.
0: In the winds of the night, we bring you a story whispered in the night. Scene, a room in semi-darkness. At a table sits a man, tall, gaunt, his heavy face lit occasionally by a random beam of light reflecting off the polished barrel of a revolver. This is Paul Martin. As the revolver twists in his nervous fingers... The thoughts in his mind twist and
4: turn, twist and turn, twist. Gun in my hand. Gun in my hand. In all my life, I've never had a gun in my hand. Smooth gun, hard gun, cold gun, cold in my hand. Bullet won't be cold, warm bullet, hot bullet, burning hot, hot as the blood. No, can't think of that. Lift the muzzle of the gun. Hole is black as where I'm going. One way entrance to eternal blackness. Turn the muzzle up and press the trigger. Trigger cold against my finger. Cold as death, but life is colder. Press the trigger and stop it. Press the trigger. No, no, I can't. Got to wait. Yes, my chance to think. Think it all out clearly for the first time in my life. How it started. Why it's ending this way. Think it all out clearly from the very start. Then... Press the trigger School today, Paul There's a start First day of school How old was I? Nine or ten She kept me home away from others I didn't know why until that day she said School today, Paul I said
5: All right, Mother
4: She took me to school into a room full of more children than I'd ever seen I was so happy I wondered why her face was white and set She said
5: Miss Edwards, this... This is my son I... I want him in your class
4: Please, be kind to Before the teacher could answer, Mother hurried out of the room and left me there. Teacher's eyes were on me. Small eyes. Worried eyes. Thin mouth, open, turned to the faces lifting below her.
5: Your attention, children. I... I want you to meet a new classmate. His name is... Uh... Paul
2: Martin.
4: For a moment, not a sound. Row on row of children looking up at me, staring up at me, gaping up at me. And then... One of them started laughing. Another laughing. Another and another. Laughing, laughing. I stood there, little boy, looking down at their twisting mouths, my ears filled with the sound of them, making fun of me, I knew. But why? Why?
5: Ugliest boy in the world.
1: theme that was well known on radio and later on television was the one you're listening to in the background. Its title, Love Nest. Do you remember the couple that kept the nation laughing, the cigar-smoking straight man and his zany wife? (laughs) Of course you do. It was George Burns and Gracie Allen. Here's Bill Goodwin to introduce them. As the new half-century gets underway, the favorite pastime seems to be choosing
0: the outstanding men of the last half-century. Magazines and newspapers have published their selections, but Gracie seems to think one important name has been omitted.
5: Thomas Edison, Winston Churchill. How can they pick men like that to head the list?
0: I'm interested to know, Gracie, who's your choice?
5: Need you ask, George? I'm thinking of a man whose glorious romantic voice has thrilled millions.
0: The birds are sweetly singing and perfume flowers are bringing in the oh, wind.
5: A man whose charm and talent are world famous.
0: Bracy, this is getting embarrassing.
5: Only one man should top this list. Charles Boyer.
0: (laughs) Charles Boyer? Mm Mm-hmm. You put him ahead of Edison? Yep. Edison invented electric lights.
5: With Boyer, who needs them? (laughs) Gracie,
0: there are are some pretty great men on this list.
5: Not as great as Boyer. But uh, look at these names. Arturo Toscanini, Conductor. You like that? A man who punches transfers. (laughs) He happens
0: to be a musical conductor.
5: All right, so he hums while he punches transfers.
0: (laughs) Hums Dardanella.
5: Yeah, and here's another one, Einstein. Now, what did he do?
0: Einstein? What did he do? Uh huh. He's the father of relativity.
5: Oh, what does she do? (laughs)
0: Relativity,
3: Einstein? Yes.
0: She's with Warner Brothers. (laughs) You know, Gracie, for a minute there, instead of Boyer, I thought that you thought that I belonged on that list of great
5: men. Oh, oh, well, you see, George, you're my husband, and I don't think of you as a man.
3: Oh,
5: <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, I, I don't think of you as a man who does anything. Thanks again. I mean, I don't think of you as a man who does anything romantic.
0: A triple thanks, and stop thinking about it.
5: Oh, now I've hurt your feelings, and I didn't mean to, George. You know, I'd rather be married to you than any man on this list: Churchill, Edison, Stalin, Hitler. <laughs> You have just earned my
0: fourth
1: thank you. Well, we're going to go Western for this next part of our show with Roy Rogers, Carol Landis, Frank Sinatra, and old side-saddle himself, Bob Hope. (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> that? Wonderful. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob. Where are we? Yes, this is Bob. I'm an old cowhand, Hope, coming to you from the West, where men are men, they say, and the women are happy to keep it that way. I, uh... I just got back from a dude ranch. That's where everybody goes to rough it on their weekends. <laughs> I did a little riding. I was on a black horse, Roy Rogers was on a brown horse and W.C. Fields was still on his white horse.
3: <laughs> I
0: I was riding around on my horse singing Deep in the Heart of Texas and in about 15 minutes, I got a callus near Dallas. <laughs> and I like those cowgirls in the West. I wouldn't, wouldn't say they're bow-legged. They're just well-built in a roundabout sort of way. But yes, sir, tonight we're all set for a big Western show. I'm packing a 45. Roy Rogers is packing a 45. Frank Sinatra's packing a six or 7 eights. <laughs> But enough of this, fellas. And now, man, the Corning Command Theater goes west when it ought to go south. Tonight, it's a smashing drama of the old days, starring Bob Hope and called The Road to Texas or Jerk Along Cassidy. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Hope, Sinatra, and Roy Rogers. What an assembly of men. And Carol Landis. What an assembly. As our scene opens, our two heroes, Sinatra and Hope, walk into the office of Sheriff Rogers to apply for a dangerous mission. Sit right down, men, and chew king. What's your name? Tex. Tex? That's right, Tex. Where are you from, Tex? New Jersey. <laughs> this here is my pal, Poison Sinatra. <laughs> Poison Sinatra? Better known as no vitamin flinthart. Yeah, Chef, we come to help you clean up this yet town. Say, uh, you old cowboy? But what do I look like? You look like something I shove up and down my rifle barrel.
3: <laughs> you sure
0: look like a funny cowboy, Shorty. Why? I got my chaps on, ain't I? Yeah, but you're supposed to wear pants, too. Oh.
3: <laughs>
0: now, listen, here, Sheriff, What the fire. Does we get the job as your deputies or don't we? Well, I ain't a saying you do and I ain't a saying you don't. You ever been in jail? Stranger, people don't ask questions down where I come from They don't, huh? Why not? Nobody knows the answer <laughs> Okay, I'll give you the job as the deputies The first thing you have to do is clear up the Landis Cabaret The roughest spot in the West How'd you boys like to tangle with Miss Landis? Well, with just as suit as to eat a eat bug, bug.
3: <laughs> Okay,
0: come on, let's get on our horses Get up Get up Get up. I guess we should have gotten the saddles first <laughs> Well, come on, boys The place is right here ahead of us Just a little piece down the road There it is, the Landis Cabaret We'll go right in together
4: You first, Poison
0: Right now? Yeah, just rush right in Take along this mic to hold you up, boys <laughs> Okay, here goes Stick them up, everybody I'm Poison Sinatra, the toughest hombre in the west, and I got this gun pointing at you. You're scared, ain't you? (laughs) Boy, you're ruined when television comes in. Well, shucks. I don't want to be the only one. Listen here, son. Don't you take another step. I'll show you I mean business. I'll just take my rifle, put it to my shoulder, and pull the trigger. And now... And now don't nobody move till I pick myself up. (laughs) to clean up the joint.
2: I wouldn't move in so fast, stranger. I'll pull a bullet right through your brain. You must be an expert marksman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Quiet, Super Mouse. (laughs) Hey, you're a girl, ain't you?
2: Yeah, how'd you guess?
0: Oh, you can't fool us. We've been to county fairs before. (laughs) Uh, Didn't I see you once in a moving picture? Oh, don't be silly. Roy, she ain't Gene Autry. What? I know she ain't Gene Autry, but she's got a shape like his guitar. (laughs) Landis, we hear you're running a crooked joint.
2: Well, why don't you take your hat off when you're talking to a lady? I
0: can't get it off. Why not? Ten-gallon hat, eleven-gallon head.
2: (laughs) You strike me as a man who's been around horses a lot. I do, huh? Yes.
0: You think Lady Esther would help? (laughs) Come on, Lannis. Come along. (laughs) Come along, peaceable like. We're gonna lock up this year, gambling joint.
2: Now wait. I'll show you this place is on the level. Now here's the roulette wheel. I'll spin it for you. I'll spin it again. Hey, get me off here. I'm getting dizzy.
0: Your bets, gentlemen. Okay, I'll bet $500 on the red. I'll bet $500 on the black. And I'll bet $500 on the green. Well,
2: all right, here goes. Well, what do you know? Scotch plaid. (laughs) Well, this is
0: the end. I'm going to pinch you.
2: In the line of duty?
0: Where else? (laughs) You can see I got my gloves on.
2: You ain't gonna take me alive.
0: Don't move. I got you covered. Watch out, you're pointing that gun at me. (laughs) I'm wounded. I'm wounded. Quick, somebody get a bandage.
2: Oh, I'll rip off a hunk of my dress.
0: (laughs) No use talking. I gotta get wounded again. (laughs)
1: That concludes this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. I hope you've enjoyed the past half hour. This is Frank Brzee inviting you back again next time for some more great moments from radio programs of the past. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.